Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm so happy you are here listening to this episode where it's about how to know if your loved one has an eating disorder. Did you know that in the US alone an estimated 20 million women and 10 million men have or have had an eating disorder at some point in their lives? Do you know what the telltale signs are that someone has an eating disorder? It might be easy to assume that someone that is very thin and bony and almost gaunt looking is anorexic or has an eating disorder. However, things are not always as black and white as we think they are. A lady I worked with to increase her relationship happiness with her husband said how everyone assumed she was anorexic and had an eating disorder when she had cancer and lost her appetite and couldn't eat during the treatment cycles. She felt so disappointed when strangers and other people that were close but not close enough to know about her cancer started telling her to eat more and that she looked too thin. At the same time, I have helped many bulimia sufferers who looked absolutely amazing in terms of body size and shape. They were slim and medium build and very attractive, yet had bulimia and therefore vomited after eating. So I'd just like to start with the obvious facts in this audio. I'm gonna be creating two audios about eating disorders This one is really about the different types of eating disorders and what are the signs of eating disorders. And then the next episode is going to be about how to address it, how to have these conversations with a loved one so that you can help them and put your mind at rest and hopefully help them have some peace around food. So I'd just like to start with the obvious fact that if you think someone you know has an eating disorder, just remember that looks can be deceptive as eating disorders are not always about the size and shape of a person. There are always a lot of other factors to consider if you believe your romantic partner or family member has an eating disorder. So what are the common eating disorders? Well, the most well-known one is anorexia nervosa, and this is a disorder where the sufferer starves themselves because of their desire to maintain an unrealistic and unhealthy body image, or because of emotional reasons they don't want to eat, and they want to punish themselves to disappear altogether. Anorexics tend to label food as good and bad. They isolate to avoid eating and suffer a huge amount of anxiety when going to social events where they may have to eat food they don't want to. Among the lesser known and less studied eating disorder behaviour is that linked with anorexia is chewing and spitting. This activity consists of chewing food, usually food that's highly enjoyable, with energy dense, and then spitting it out before swallowing. The reason the person with the eating disorder does this is to enjoy the food's taste whilst preventing the ingestion of calories. Chewing and spitting has some similarities to bulimia and binge eating because it can involve consuming large amounts of high calorie foods, but it is also limited and linked to anorexia because of the restrictive eating element in the fact that the food is not actually ingested. 
So it's seen as a limitating eating disorder. Then there is bulimia nervosa, a disorder that triggers the sufferer to consume large amounts of food and then to rid themselves of as much fat and calories by vomiting. However, it is not always after a large binge. Some people with bulimia will purge just after a very small amount of food because they want to get rid of the food and they want to avoid gaining weight. Often they feel disgust or guilt after eating and this triggers the bulimia. Then there is binge eating. Binge eating disorder is where the sufferer compulsively overeats often thousands of calories in a short period of time. According to experts, within a two hour time frame, the binge eater will frequently eat in a secret way and may hide their food to keep it near them or hide what they've eaten. Binge eating disorders are becoming increasingly common and have similar symptoms to those with bulimia and other binge eating subtypes of anorexia. By that, I mean because they feel a huge lack of control during binges. And that's really what makes a binge eater. In those two hours, they just cannot stop. They just eat a huge amount because they have the urge and they lose control over their eating. Then there is compulsive eating disorder. This is where one person eats and grazes all day on food. Basically, once they start eating, they cannot stop eating. They think of the next food to eat and then the next and then the next. They may not be able to stop eating until they've distracted themselves left where the food is or gone to sleep. They may be able to go periods of time without eating, but once they start, they literally continue. Then there is avoidant or restrictive food intake disorder. And this is whereby the individuals experience disturbed eating, either due to a lack of interest in eating or a distaste for certain smells, tastes, colours, textures or temperatures. Another type of eating disorder, which surprised me that it's actually labelled as an eating disorder, is late night eating syndrome. And this includes individuals who frequently eat excessively at night, often waking up and going to get something to eat in the middle of the night. Then there is orthorexia. And this is the term for a condition that includes symptoms of obsessive behaviour in the pursuit of a healthy diet. Many people living with this orthorexia condition may report that it started off as a positive way to improve their health, yet they became so rigid in it and it has the opposite effect. So they ban their entire old way of eating. They ban food groups altogether. They cut out so many foods that it can limit their diet so their health suffers immensely. So instead of being healthy, they become unhealthy. People with orthorexia often display signs and symptoms of anxiety disorders that are frequently co-occur with anorexia nervosa and other eating disorders. By that is, they get anxious about eating meals or being around food that they label as bad. And just like a person with anorexia and bulimia, they have set rules around their eating, becoming so rigid that they often isolate themselves. Or when they do eat outside of their rules, they become overwhelmed with guilt. Another less known eating disorder is PICA. PICA is an entirely new condition recently recognised as an eating disorder. Individuals with PICA crave non-food substances such as ice, dirt, soil, chalk, soap, paper, hair, cloth, wool, pebbles, laundry detergent and cornstarch. Lastly, there are other eating disorders which are labelled 
eating disorder not otherwise specified. This disorder includes any of the possible conditions that have symptoms similar to those I've just described, but what, for whatever reason they don't fit into any of the categories. This was similar to what I was diagnosed with once, and it was very frustrating to be told that I have an undiagnosed eating disorder. I used to be a combination of all of those that I've mentioned. Well, not all of them, but a lot of those that I've mentioned. In fact, over the 20 plus years, I've had different eating problems. I started as a binger, and then later discovered bulimia as a way to keep thin. Then started late night eating and compulsive eating until I reached 19, where I flipped to eating carrots, vegetables, soups, and apples, basically staying really underweight and away from being healthy. When I tried to wake, break away from this anorexia pattern of barely eating nothing but carrots each day, I then became a binger and bulimic. I would go from starving myself to binging and then when I binged I was sick and it was a never-ending loop. And to try and stop this, I then developed orthorexia. And in my orthorexia days, I banned dairy, meat, all carbohydrates, all white sugar, all desserts, all sweets, and even fruit at times, and nuts. My diet became so rigid. Looking back now and seeing it objectively, I can see how I went from one eating disorder to another. I never had any peace or freedom from it at all until thankfully I had an amazing breakthrough and from this breakthrough I've created a proven step-by-step -step system to help people free themselves from eating disorders including changing the eating patterns, reducing anxiety and guilt around food, dealing with emotional triggers that lay beneath eating disorders, changing eating patterns and strategies to overcome the urges and compulsions to eat or avoid food. My mission is to help others also to become free so they can experience inner calm and have peace with food and their bodies. As part of my mission I've created a podcast show called Emotions and Eating with Nicola Beer. So if you want to learn more about the eating disorder signs then tune in and just search Emotion and Eating with Nicola Beer. And if you are listening to this because you're concerned for yourself, do I have an eating disorder? Then this podcast show will really help you because you do not need to label yourself as having an eating disorder. The only desire that you need to have is to change your eating habits if they are frustrating you, if they are unsatisfying, if they are holding you back in your life, if they are making you miserable then that's the whole point of this new podcast show I've created. So I do hope that you will join me on that. It's Emotions and Eating with Nicola Peer, and you can search in any of your podcast platforms that you like to listen to, podcasting for that title, because I'm going to put it in all the platforms. So I want to go into now some signs of eating disorders, so that you can work out, does your loved one have an eating disorder and could they do with some of your help? Many people who suffer with eating disorders show no outward signs. Often they look like they have it all together and in some cases they may look 
normal in terms of appearance, not too thin, not too overweight. However, beneath this normal appearance are overwhelming internal feelings of pain, anxiety and other troubling emotions. Eating disorders are not a phase of adolescence or an expression of vanity, but very often a signal of emotional difficulty and a lack of self-love where those with eating disorders use food and eating habits as a way to cope with uncomfortable emotions. While some people with an eating disorder may look great on the outside, they are often struggling to cope with certain feelings on the inside and would do well to get some support, as well as a ton of love. Here are some of the most common signs and behaviours associated with eating disorders. So I'm just going to run them through in a checklist. And so you may just want to listen to this. We may want to pause after each one and ask yourself, do I have this or not? And if you would like to see a written copy of this list, then you can go to my website, nicolabeer.com, and it's posted on the blog page, Does My Loved One Have an Eating Disorder? That's the title of the blog. And then you can look and then you can get this list if you're concerned and you can have a look. Does my lover, my partner, my daughter, my son, my other family member share some of these signs? So the first is a dramatic or consistent weight loss. Dramatic or consistent weight gain. Eating large quantities of food in less than two hours. Habitual trips to the bathroom immediately after eating. Secretly binging on large amounts of food. Rigid control, refusing to eat food or types of food consistently. Increase in consumption of laxatives, diuretics or diet pills. Hoarding large amounts of food. Exercising compulsively, often several hours per day. Hiding food. Anxiety over food before eating and mealtimes. Feeling guilty after eating. Using prescription stimulant medications like Adderall or other drugs to suppress appetite. Eating until they cannot move. Low mood. Using food as a comfort or reward. Isolating to eat. Low self-esteem. Lying about food consumed. Stealing food. Huge unhappiness with weight and body. Mood is dependent on the amount of food eaten that day. Repeatedly weighing oneself and tracking progress. Repeatedly labelling oneself as fat or unattractive. Withdrawal from friends and family, particularly following questions about whether they have an eating disorder or visible or physical or other side effects. Avoidance of meals or situations where food may be present. Preoccupation with weight, body, size and shape or specific aspects of one's appearance. Obsessing over calorie intake, calories burned via exercise, counting, analysing, tracking food and weight. Every person suffers from an eating disorder will have different experience, symptoms and reasons for why they developed it. However, despite different symptoms, eating disorders share common roots and in my experience, those common roots are often difficult life experiences, genetics and environmental factors. Another sign that your loved one may have an eating disorder can be social media. Social media can play a huge role in the development and influence of eating disorders. So just keeping an eye on what your loved one is posting can give you insight into whether or not they have an eating disorder. That is why Louise came to me. 
She was concerned about her daughter's eating patterns and worried that she had an eating disorder because of the things she kept posting on her Instagram account. Her daughter was refusing to eat and using social media to post about losing weight, eating no calories and posing. Social media can lead people to become overly obsessed with their image and try to portray an unrealistic image of perfection. Hans came to me worried about his wife's weight because she had doubled in size in a very short period of time. She told him that she wasn't eating much, but he found a huge amount of food wrappers in her car and receipts for large quantities of food that never made it in from the store to their kitchen cupboards. He even found a stash of biscuits and sweets under the bed. He was at a loss because she was saying that she didn't eat much. So he got in touch with me to approach this delicate subject as he was worried about his wife's health. And we went through how he could help her and what to say and what to do. I've created a free podcast show, as I mentioned, Emotions and Eating with Nicola Beer. So do find that if you feel that you want to explore this topic in a bit more detail. If you're concerned about a loved one and you can't wait and you want to discuss immediately the one-to-one support that I offer, families going through it, because it affects the family when someone has an eating disorder. Obviously it affects the person with the eating disorder and it affects those close to them. So if you would like to understand how I help people to become free of eating disorders and how I help families through it, then do get in touch with me. You can email me at nicola at purepeacecoaching.com and I will give you a link so you can book a free consultation where we can go through the practical steps and suggestions so that you can help your family member or partner. As I mentioned, I suffered with this for over 20 years and it is my mission to help people become free. It took a lot of my life away in so many ways where I refused to go out with people because food was going to be there that I didn't want to eat and I would feel forced. The times that I would make myself sick and I'd wake up the next day hating myself, saying to myself, right, I'm never going to be sick again, I'm never going to binge again, and yet the cycle would repeat. It was draining, it was a complete trap, and now I am free. And if I can help as many people as possible, then... That will be the most amazing gift I could ever, ever receive. So if you know anyone that is suffering with an eating issue, they don't have to call it an eating disorder, with an eating issue. If you yourself have an issue with food, then please do check out Emotions and Eating with Nicola Beard podcast or get in touch with me and I'd be happy to serve you. Have an awesome week ahead wherever you are. And do join me for part two, where I'm going to be sharing what to do if your loved one has an eating disorder, and more specifically, how to speak to them. Take care. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion and happiness.